for tuning in to Magic City Business, a podcast dedicated to celebrating the people, systems, and tech behind the best businesses in Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of the Magic City Business Podcast. We have been on kind of a serious run the last two episodes, but the Magic City Cowboy is back with us. Yep, after probation. Have you just been, have you been like, uh, campaigning heavily for uh, Katie Britt? Is that where you've been? Or are you a... Oh, who's Katie are, Britt? Are you a MAGA-MO? Oh. MAGA-MO! MAGA-MO. Yeah, I was going for Mo. Okay, just because you like the name, it's cool? Yeah. Yeah, All I'm right. a big fan. All right, well, we're glad you're back. Blake is the comic relief. And then we have Dan Pappert. Dan Pappert, who brought... Yes, that's me. ...three bottles of bourbon to a business podcast. <laughs> in 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> that's interesting. Dan Pappert, what is your actual position at your car dealership? So I am the general sales manager for Sarah Hyundai. We have three dealerships, two Toyota stores, and a Hyundai store up in the Trustville, Birmingham, and Decatur area. Good Lord, Dan. That's a lot. You're responsible for one specific dealership, though, right? Yes, uh, that is that is the Sarah Hyundai dealership up in Trustville. Okay. And you guys... Sell a lot of cars. Yep, 200, 250 cars a month. Have been doing that really for the past two, two and a half years since we moved over to uh, the Hyundai brand. We used to be a Mazda store and we closed that down and replaced it with the Hyundai franchise. And uh, ever since then, it's been fantastic. Was that an emotional decision to get rid of Mazda? Or- <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure that was, that was strictly a, a business decision. Okay. But it's worked out very well for us and, and in our favor, so we're excited to have them. Mazdas are nice, though, aren't they? They had the wood stuff on them. Mazdas uh, are very nice cars. Yeah. The Miata. Remember that one? I can't fit in one, so I don't. <laughs> you look like Donkey Kong in uh, Mario Kart. Well, every time somebody brings one in to trade in or something like that, and I have to appraise it, I have to take the top down just to fit in it. So my, you should get my one. nose goes above the, yeah. the, goes above the windshield. Uh, How tall are you? Six six. Six six. You Good should get a Miata. <laughs> Good grief. Yes, there are cars I do not fit in. <laughs> this 200 plus cars that you guys sell a month, is that pretty good for the area? Or are y'all getting like the snot beat out of you by Hendrick? Well, you know, Ooh. in the market itself, yes, it's actually on the higher end of the market in Birmingham. Last year, we claimed the top spot as the number one volume Hyundai store in Alabama. So we beat outbeat every single Hyundai store in the state. So do Go you get, on, Dan. Yeah. Don't, quit wow. bragging. Quit bragging. Yeah. Bringing you went down a little over the top. Yeah. <laughs> we just asked for like one snippet here. Do you guys compare yourselves like to other car dealers? Like, I know you don't compare yourself, but like, do you look at like, okay, well, Lexus is selling this much, or do you just go like, we can only sell Hyundais, right? Well, yeah. I mean, when you look at the new car, absolutely. That's, you know, you want to compare yourself to the market and make sure that you're performing because the market can be so many different things. Just like in the real estate market, you can be in some markets, 50 cars a month is great. You know, right. it just depends on the market and, and we're getting our unfair share of the market, which is great. That means we're doing, we're doing a good job. We're doing the right stuff. Is that have anything to do with your specific leadership or is just Hyundai just a way better brand than Honda? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to answer that. As attorney for, for Dan Baffert, you don't have to answer that. Listen, all manufacturers these days are, are pumping out some pretty good product. Our success comes down to our process, our sales process, our training, and just our process in general is truly what makes us successful. There's no secret formula. 
it's just hard work and process and and consistency that 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 makes it work. I've seen other businesses, other dealerships, other things that, you know, when you're unorganized, you don't have the right process, you don't have the right training, you don't have people that show that care and concern, they're not going to have the same success. Okay then. Yeah. Dan's just got aggressive really there. full of himself today. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, he's passionate about what he does. I'm sure that him being recognized or his dealership being recognized as one of the top Hyundai dealerships, there's probably some perks that goes along with that, Dan. There's some trips. What's going on here? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they take care of us. But you work, y'all work your faces off. I got another question. We got. So every dealership I go into, right? They all have these like powertrain warranty dealerships of the year. Are those real? What do you mean dealerships of the year? Like just pick a dealership. So like, you know, like when you see a Chevy commercial awards, which I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt a chance of getting sponsorship from Chevy, but Chevy always has like, you know, the commercial like like a rock powertrain car of the year. What's that oh, about? Like motor trend? Car yeah, of the year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that about? Yeah, I mean, pulling pay? that stuff out of your butt or do y'all really winning these awards? Listen, you know, those are the editors. Those are the, that's the media that, that sponsors that kind of stuff. You know, really? what awards do you guys have for real estate? No, well, Blake went. Blake <laughs> Blake goes insane over awards. <laughs> I do. I would just suggest that if you want to see one of the best comedy shows you've ever seen, I know you're a fan of comedy shows. Just fly to Dallas next year for our awards night and just watch Blake get completely insane. I like awards more than actual money. <laughs> yeah, he likes accolades. Yeah, which is a lot of people, no, right? Not accolades, just awards. I like to hold a trophy and then just you know give the crowd the double fingers you, you know you know the attaboys go a long way yeah. i get it i don't really pay attention to many awards i feel like if you're doing the right stuff and you're winning you're gonna be rewarded financially that's what shows more than anything not the awards that could be the, the one liner that gets cut out he's dan's dropping some bombs yeah but I, but mine's a trophy yeah and, and the more phallic they are the better yeah right, you right, can, right you're using them as a weapon you're doing photo your hips yeah yeah, it's yeah. you know you're he gets it pretending you're in a urinal. It's yeah. all kind. Of, I've got the video footage to to back this up, Dan. But we're not here to talk about how strange Blake is. You know, he's a strange man. So can I talk about the night I met? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, stop messing with the mic. Allegedly, Blake. listen. I've lived in the neighborhood for quite a few years. I think seven, eight years now. I'll never forget it. It was probably around Halloween time because yeah, it was the day before. Maybe, yeah. but I'm not really sure because you dress like that normally. I thought <laughs> you were in a costume, but you were not. It was a weird night. I got the cowboy hat, Joe Dirt, that walked into my house. I had drunk the as hell. Big. There's some things that led up to that though that you weren't around for. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I just walked in. You know, I got home from work, and here comes Blake walking into my house. I didn't knock. Good. Nope. Nope. Just walked right on in. You guys have done that before. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Christmas. Yep. Listen, it's always it's always the big holidays, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, you showed up at the house, walked in, and there here's Joe Dirt and cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Yeah. It was very entertaining. Yeah. I went ahead and fed you bourbon until you couldn't walk anymore. No, did I he did not fall. fall back completely yeah. like a like he a fell tree down getting the stairs. Down? He well, fell down the stairs the, into the landscaping. The brick stairs into the landscaping of my house. Yeah, and it took out a planter in your kitchen. You yeah. fell in the kitchen too. You yeah. really gotta like anytime you invite Blake or the Rays over, you know, like his daughter. Lots of people know his daughter took a dump in my hot tub. So uh, was I there for that? I was there. For don't that. worry, Dan. Since you know, you we've drained it and zapped you it. Didn't drain it. <laughs> yeah, you we didn't did. drain it. <laughs> yes, we did. I want that to stay in the podcast. He did not drain yeah. it. Just put more water in it to deliver <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> The dog, we'll every, get the hose out. everything is crazy at Blake's all the way down to the dog. It's getting better. Yeah. 
All right, so we met Dan because you and I are new Ross Bridge residents. Yeah, and you're shut in. Which is like your elevates your status level. Like you're yeah. feeling pretty high on the hog and it allows you to hang out trophy. with like these very important people in the greater Birmingham yeah. area, like run car dealerships. Top and, shelf whiskey drinkers. Yeah, small business owners. You're yeah. really rubbing elbows with the cream of right. the crop here. Just passing out in their kitchen. like Yeah, I just I think it's important to mention that one of the bourbons that Dan brought in is Pappy. Yeah. That's the kind of guy Dan is. Can so. you say how much this costs? What do you mean? How, why, well, how I much, know you don't pay that. Well, it's, he, tough to, it's tough to get them. But yeah, how much that, that was the one I got in the lottery, the bourbon lottery through the ABC store. So that one I want to say was like $150, $200. I don't even remember. Only a hundred bucks. It wasn't that much. That's not true. Oh, you won in the lottery. Yeah. When you do it in the lottery, how know, much, how much the could bottles you sell themselves this? are not expensive. The rarity is what makes it expensive. And then, you know, the, the market outside of the ABC stores is what it takes to buy those. And that's when you start up and in that thousand, fifteen hundred, you know, just depending on how old it is. How much so. could you sell that half bottle for on eBay? I wouldn't sell a half bottle ever, but the last bottle that I bought, I actually got it from a restaurant yeah. in Kentucky and I paid $600. What? It's a lot of bush light. Yeah. Uh, well, this listen, apparently this is after let, he stepped off a private plane. You got to go you got to go to the you got to go to the to the home of bourbon in order to find it. And you can actually find, you know, bourbon's a little Kentucky. bit different up north. Kentucky yeah. is kind of popular, but you can go up to like Michigan and find that stuff and uh, like the good stuff at Walmart. Yeah. That's why I tell them the north's all right. Dan's a Yankee too. I am from Ohio originally, yes. Dayton. Oh. So, but you're way further north in Canada. So, yeah, I don't think you know geography yeah. quite like you do. Dan's <laughs> well, I, almost. I, Dan's I mean, I know geography, but I know accents. Okay, and I'm here in Ash, Ashton Kutcher. I grew up 50 minutes from the, the Kentucky line. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's so almost, I was, you know, I was kind of southern, mid, you know, Ohio. Yeah. You know, two hour drive to Detroit. We will welcome you with open arms, but not yeah. this turd. No. That's just socialist bastard. It'll always be home. Listen, <laughs> Ohio. Shout out to Dayton, Ohio. It'll always be my home. Yeah. I love it. I still go Dayton, back and see my yeah. family. All right, Dan, can we talk about Hyundai again a little sure. bit? Because I'm sure that Mr. Sarah, the Sarah family, would like us to, to get a little bit more promotion out of this and stop talking about your passion for bourbon. And hanging out with Blake, which is that, just that, odd. The passion for bourbon is not that strong. It's not? It's just enjoyable. Okay. Well, what about the Hyundai... Uh, the, what is the Genesis, Dan? How come you can't sell any Genesis's? Well, the, the Genesis is a separate franchise now. It is? So that, yeah, they're they're separating. They're doing their own thing. Even though Hyundai makes them, they're now separating even from the Hyundai franchise as well. So that that's something you're going to start seeing over the next couple of years. It just wasn't... It's something that's lower volume. It's just nothing that worked into our business plan, so... And Tiger Woods didn't help you all out, did he? Actually, I thought it was probably good for, for Genesis. Wreck that sucker? Uh, saved his life. Did it really? Yeah, absolutely. He ain't dead? Were you saying that there's like a high safety rating on these vehicles? I, I would say so, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I would be okay driving a Genesis, personally. <laughs> but, you, come on, pretty much all cars these days are safe. I haven't really seen any that aren't. Have you? No. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, there's... I wish we had Genesis. They're nice cars. It just doesn't work into the business plan and, and how we do things. I don't think I've ever seen one. Oh, they're great. Oh, they're nice. Well, the other thing that you're predicting, you've got some really bullish opinions on electric vehicles. So tell us a little bit about where you think electric well, vehicles go. are going. Listen, it's, it, they're hot right now, obviously, with gas prices inching towards $5 a gallon. Hopefully, somebody in the future will be like, holy crap, five. wow. I'm telling you, it's going the wrong direction. Gas prices are. But- Electric vehicles are have listen they've, they've come come a long way. They're very popular. Teslas are popular. 
you know, we are getting our electric cars, our ionic cars. Those are starting to come in. They're very desirable, although they're not in as high production as you would a regular vehicle. Are they doing that on purpose? You got to look at it this way. With all the shortages that are going on, you just, you, you can't produce. Are you talking about, you, you need to produce. Are you, are you implying like a Saudi conspiracy? No, I would say that if I was, if I was in charge of Hyundai, which I don't know, we'll see where this goes. I know. I was thinking, but, hey, Danny, you want to do like a Genesis dealership with us? <laughs> I mean, you see how strong a businessman we are. But if, if this is a surging product... I mean, you don't want supply and demand, right? I know right now you guys are a product part of it, but you don't have a choice, right? The chip shortage, right? Right. So the chip shortage is part of it. And, and it's then, helping. And then you run into, you know, now there's lithium shortages and all these other shortages that are going to start affecting batteries. It just goes on and on and on. There's always going to be a shortage of something. Yeah. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff personally. I control what I can control. I don't farm freaking lithium or whatever the heck it is or however they How get do you it. do do that? I don't know. That's, Dig? <laughs> I guess. I'm going to go tear up my backyard. Yeah. Well, you know, I, that sweet, sweet you, <laughs> you got to control what you can control. Those things you can't control. The biggest thing is control what you can control and get your unfair share. You do those two things. And I think that's what makes you successful in this market. However, electric cars are definitely a very popular direction. The infrastructure is still infantile. In my opinion, it's still in an infant stage. So finding charging stations, you guys know where a charging station is? Not well, yeah. I mean, well, you, there you ever, is a Tesla. Have you ever seen a charging station? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I but have. I get what you're saying. It's not like when you're comparing it to gas stations like Yeah, how many gas stations yeah. did you pass versus how many electric right. chargers? They're generally in like a office complex or hotels, things like yeah. that. That's usually where you find them right now. Occasionally a gas station carries a couple of chargers, but it's like more when you see it you get a quick picture with it. But keep in mind, this is Alabama, okay? Right. You, you yeah. Know, I know Al- what Al- you're Alabama, saying, yeah. I, you know, Alabama is... Roll time! Yeah, they're slowly adopting, but... War damn! You know, the more electric trucks you get, probably the better it'll be here in Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. But but listen, electric vehicles, that's the direction most manufacturers are going. That's kind of the future. The Hummer. God, I would love one of those Hummers. Those things look awesome. But... uh I ain't paying that kind of money right now. I guess I just don't get why you would do that over a hybrid. That makes the most sense. That's the best of both worlds, right? In my opinion, it it would be yes. You do get better efficiency out of a hybrid vehicle. I've never owned an electric vehicle. Yeah. So I don't know what it would do to my, you know, if I set it up at home, I don't know what it would do to my electric bill to charge it. You're saying, what's the brand name that's coming out? The Icon or Ion or what? Ionic. Ionic. That's that's a 100% electric vehicle? 100% electric. They are, we'll have the Ionic 5. We have the, uh, I think in the next year, they'll have the Ionic 6 and they're coming out with an Ionic 7. Can we race an Ionic against Blake's Accord? Absolutely. It would probably win. Yeah. Wow. Electric vehicles are very powerful, very fast. Yeah, but it's the driver. And I hit a mailbox last week, so I think I know what I'm doing. You did? <laughs> yeah, in Ross Bridge. I ain't oh told Tiff Oh, my gosh. Yet. Well, I think... I need mine redone. Will you hit mine? Yeah. yeah. We've got some Ross Bridge bucks. listeners on this podcast, so this is going to spread like wildfire. $500 for that division. mailbox. All right, listen, Blake, you grind the show to a screeching halt, so we got to keep it going. Keep the pace going. I would love to, I would love to talk about neighborhood drama now that you bring that up, because that's exciting. <laughs> well, before, I did want to get to, there's a lot of things right. to unpack with Ross Bridge, but I did want to just touch on like the fact that you guys do grind in this business. Like the car business is a grind. So how do you keep it? How do you keep morale up? How do you keep everybody fired up? Y'all just drinking a bunch of coffee? Red Bull. Yeah. A lot of meth. What's happening up in there? Again, this goes down to our process, right? 
it is very, and, and I think you guys could agree with this, especially with real estate agents, you know, sales is not easy for everybody, right? You know, it does require a lot of self-motivation, a lot of time management, skill, training, all of that stuff. Every morning, we make sure that we do sales meetings and trainings every single morning. So for the first 30 minutes of the day, from 9 to 9.30, we come in. It's meetings, motivation, and training, right? Something or a combination of all three. Part of our process is activities, right? So, you know, we pride ourselves that we're not really focused on the end result of selling the car. We're more focused on activities during the day, right? So those activities, be it phone calls, emails, text messages, talking to people in the service department, whatever, calling people out of Craigslist and Facebook that are trying to sell cars, which by the way, if you guys think car dealerships are crooks, you should get on Facebook Marketplace. Those people are crooks. But they, they, woo. So they're overselling their cars. Oh my gosh. Listen, most of those cars you see on that, people are trying to sell for what they owe them for. And I mean, you'll see cars like, I'll have the same car on my lot five grand cheaper. I'm like, are you, what? (laughs) Really? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. So private sellers these days, listen, that's where the crooks are, in my opinion. Well, it's just like for sale by owners though. Well, it's exactly what it is. They're not really cutting you a deal. No, they're, I mean, most times they're reacting to the market. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, okay, I'm just going to They got 239. So, I'll take so, 239. So, most, so anyway, I get distracted sometimes and I, and I ramble on, but most of our process is based off of activity, not necessarily selling cars, but the activities are things that produce car sales. Like right? follow up or? Yeah. Follow up, you know, handling your internet leads. You guys get leads as well. I'm sure you understand that. But handling them properly, and then you know, also creating that business. I always say, if you can, if you can talk to five people a day about buying a car, you're going to be successful in the business. It just is what it is. What a lot of people will do is they'll sit there and they'll they'll start their morning. They'll get coffee. Yeah. They'll sit down and they'll just stare at a computer, pull up TikTok, pull up Facebook. Cool. Then you get lost in stuff oh. for for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, Blake. Okay, I thought you were talking about normal routines. <laughs> But that's what a lot of a lot yeah. of people do. You got to realize that it's human instinct for a lot of people just to just to kind of lay down and collect a paycheck. You know what right. I mean? It's a different breed that wants to go out there and actually get it. So let's say I'm a new car salesperson, and I come to you and I go, Dan, how do I make 300k? Yeah, it, it hits you tough, doesn't it? I don't know about that Dread River. The Dread I guess River, it's all right. Well, there so, goes our sponsorship. So, uh, oh, this, this is not a sponsorship. But we love Dread. Dread River here. Who <laughs> <laughs> no. told you we didn't have any sponsors, Dan? <laughs> Don't look at Listen, this is a podcast. I can't see my face. So I go in video there, recorded? And I go in there and I tell you, Dan, how do I make all this money, right? How do I make bands or whatever the, the kids call them? You're going to say, look, you come in at 9 o'clock? Okay, 9 o'clock and I stay until what time in the car biz? Over time the schedule has gotten a lot easier. When I first started selling cars, I worked six days a week from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. every single night. That's what I did. And then every other Sunday. So there was two weeks a month. I worked seven days. I had two days off. I had two days off a month when I first started in the car business. Yeah. Do you get to pick your hours? No. So what what do you mean? You're just there. Well, like, like, let's say I'm just really a go-getter. Can I come in every day? Absolutely. You don't care? We'll never stop you. Really? Yeah. You know, some guys need breaks. Some guys, I've got some guys that, that just keep on grinding. Other people that, that need breaks. A lot of people work on their days off too, because a lot of it's mobile. You know, you can yeah. get all the same information from your cell phone that you can from a computer. But when I started, it was a different world. Okay. The car business has since changed. You know, you still have to track talent. 
You know what I mean? In order to attract talent, sometimes you have to trim hours back, change schedules, things like that. So, you know, we're closed every Sunday. It's wonderful. We get, the guys get a day off during the week, guys and girls. They get a day off during the week. And then, you know, you get some early nights during the week. So, really, it ends up being probably 45, maybe 50 hours tops. Really? So, it's not like the 60, 70 hours that I used to put in. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? I don't even know if we can talk about this, but the earning potential, Blake said 300K. Is that is that possible for a car salesman? Absolutely. It is. Yeah, absolutely. At any dealership. So, you know, pay plan has a lot to do with it. You'd want to find a, a dealership with the pay plan to support it. When I worked in Atlanta, there was a sales guy there that he was selling 40, 50 cars a month and clearing three, 400 grand a year. Well, I know. Oh, sorry. Did no, you have something important no, no, no. to say? No. Okay. No, I was I just going to make so. a fart noise. Well, I did want to also point out that y'all seem to be, y'all know the value of social media. Like y'all are posting consistently, like constantly. Constantly. Yeah. So social media is a big outlet. I don't know if I see a lot of dealerships doing it though. There's not. So I see the wins. That's what I see. We want to see more behind the curtain. Like Dan eating donuts and stuff. <laughs> Danny, I don't, yes, I, Danny. listen. Taquitos. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Nine I'm, o'clock at night. I'm, I'm not a big. I'm not a big uh, donut guy. Believe it or not, social media is a huge impact right now. TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. We have a ton of content that we put on on a daily basis. You know, our sales guys are required to post four videos a day on used cars. So like what they'll do, they'll go out and they'll do like a walk around video, walk around and explain the car, show it basically on video. And then they post that. They post four of those a day on their social media. They'll take pictures. Anytime somebody sells a car, we, you know, we have a delivery area. They go out there, they take a picture with the customer and put it all over social media, tag the customer. And then what you'll start seeing, and it's the funniest thing, is you'll start going through the comments and you'll see, oh my God, I want a car just like that. You'll start seeing their friends and other people start commenting on things. And they start engaging. And then all you got to do is click on them and send them a message and you start engaging them. It's like free advertisement right? when it comes to that. But social media presence is big. It is very big for us. We've embraced it. We understand the power of video and text. It's not just phone calls anymore. I hate answering my phone. You call me, I, it's going to be tough for me to answer the phone. But you shoot me a text message, it's a different story. Especially with emojis. You're a big fan yeah, of emojis. I, I like emojis. Well, yeah, I just wanted to point out that, you know, obviously we're in the real estate business, but you're just saying, I love it when people from other industries come in here and they say it like almost verbatim what we're saying to our sales team. Like you love this he's thing. saying five contacts a day or five conversations a day. We push 10. 10. But the reality is if you make five in real estate, that's a great living. You make 10 a day, that's an even that's a way better living, right? Yeah, but I think it comes down to we have 10, they have five, five and five. It, you can make the argument, right? I well, think Well, now keep in mind when I say five, I mean like you're sitting down and, and you're sitting down and talking to five right, people. Right, you're not just like you're talking not just, about yelling. And, it's not just Hyundai. phone calls. It's not just phone calls. You know, I expect 12 to 15 conversations with people just over the phone a oh, day. Oh, there we go. Yeah. But, right. but I'm talking, you sit down and you talk to five people about buying a car that day, and you're going to be so successful that you're not going to want to do anything else the rest of your life. But I think, Wow. So I think the survival is what I'll call it, because not everybody's going to be a $300,000 producer. I think what we're talking about here is your lower rung tiered person, right? I think the commonality I see is where they... When they shut down, they shut down hard. Absolutely. Like you're talking when they're on TikTok, it's not just like a let me watch a quick video. It's let me go on a three to four hour bender session. 
Like that's what I see a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, I've caught sleeping in their cars. You know, right? I've, people disappear. Be like, where? You know, where'd you go for two hours? You know, th- listen. Sometimes I think everybody's got laziness in them. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's one of those bad habits that is not going to make you successful. Even if you are a lazy person, you can still hide it. You know what I mean? You you can be lazy yeah. when you get off work. Yeah. When, when you're done working, you can be lazy. But all you're doing is cheating yourself and your family if you're lazy when you're not supposed to be lazy. You know what I mean? Listen, my family, my kids, my wife, my everybody's too important for me to do that to them. Do you have a like a laziness radar? Like if you're interviewing somebody, can you what kind of traits do you see that like the hustlers? Is it confidence? Is it swagger? So excuses is the biggest thing, right? Yeah. So during the interview, you're looking and, for excuses. Oh, oh absolutely. During an interview, if somebody starts giving you excuses, like especially, hey, why'd you leave this place? Or why'd you leave this? And then because you know when you quit or get fired. Generally, you're going to give excuses as to why you quit or got fired, right? Those are telltale signs of somebody that's going to have excusitis, yeah. which is a disease. And those are the kind of people that that are always going to resort to that and convince themselves that it's never their fault. No self and it's And it's always somebody else's fault for their failures. Do you give them a chance, though? Because that's where I struggle. I think I can change everybody. So it depends on the person, Okay. I've given some of those people chances. Some of them worked out. Some of them haven't. Right. Okay? But if I know, if I know what that person is struggling with, if I know that they're a person that likes to give excuses, right, you can still manage that in a way, right? So that doesn't mean the person can't sell cars. They may be a great employee, right? right. And this may be the industry forum that changes everything. You know what I mean? Right. But I used to suffer from it. You know, excusitis. Absolutely. You know, I think we've all, believe it or not, you know, if you dig down deep, you probably look back, oh, shit, I used to make a lot of excuses back then, you know? No, I was just really shitty at a lot of jobs. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even make up excuses. I'm like, damn, I suck at driving forklift. I caused tons of damage. But you get to the point where you realize your afflictions and then you can start changing them. Yeah. But you can't change them until you till you realize what your afflictions are. All right, here comes oh, the big here dog. Here comes yeah. the pappy. Here comes the big here dog. Comes the pappy. Because yeah. you're not drinking, so I'm gonna give you a little bit here. All oh, right, yep. so Dan, if I Just am mine up to the brim. If we're at an interview, I'm assuming at the interview Pappy has not served. But we're at the interview and you tell me are you telling me at the interview that your expectation of me or is it in writing even that I have to make these five videos a day? In writing, no. But it's just a, it's an expectation that's verbalized. It's an expectation of employment. So what if I say, Dan, I'm not, I appreciate it. I know social media is this big thing and yada, 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 but I I ain't doing these five videos. You could sell 20 cars a month. And at that point, I would probably start viewing you as a cancer to the culture and a cancer to the other people that are doing the right things to be successful the way we want them done. And we'd probably have to part ways. Yeah. Because even if they're selling cars and they're just like, dude, I don't. I get what you're saying, but I think there's a difference, right? Like, I dread social media. I get everything, and Jason doesn't. Jason if loves you it. get it, you wouldn't dread it. No, I think you're reverse. I get what you're saying. I think I know why you dread it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, because I can't videos. spell. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, two and two. Why is that even a difference? <laughs> there and there? Come on. Yeah. I mean, why, why do you We've have to evolved. know that? That's why we have iPhones, so we don't have to know stuff like that. No, mine doesn't correct. Yeah, Gulf Shores, G-O-L-F. I don't get how people don't see it. All right, listen, we're, I just want to let you guys know that we're, if we want to talk about any of our Ross Bridge experiences or drama or wiffle ball team 
expectations for the year if we want to talk any crap against any of the better teams, especially Jake's and Josh's and whoever else takes this like way all too the, seriously. Let's just call wait, all wait, the wait, wait, we have a time limit on this? this is, yeah, this Jason's got well, – you know, He's got we'll stuff see. to do. Yeah, I'm very busy there. Yeah. He sits in the Jeez, bathroom. She's Netflix, baby. She's yeah. in Netflix. <laughs> he watches TikTok in the bathroom. I just think every team's better than us. To single out like the three best teams is crazy. Are we, are we done talking Blake's about all this other stuff? Blake's had these huge okay, pours right. of whiskey the entire time, and he's just guzzling it. Yeah, so that's how you any, drink whiskey. Any minute now, it's like things shot. are going to get sideways on this. It's probably why I'm trying <laughs> to lead this damn horse to the barn. <laughs> All right, but Blake, this audio recording will be featured in the Ross Bridge Monthly. If you're curious about life in Ross Bridge, go to rossbridgemonthly.com. But how long have you been a Ross Bridge resident, Dan Pappert? Probably about seven, eight years now. You know, I've lived in, uh, I first built in Sawyer Trail when it first started. You're an OG, Dan. OG. Uh, listen, I was I was right up, I was like one of the first four or five houses in, in Sawyer Trail. The Scary. whole rest of the neighborhood got built behind me, so I had to wash my car for a whole year after that because it was nothing but dirt. <laughs> you know, I watched that pool beam. When I moved in, that pool wasn't even there. When I first moved in there, I had a really cool golf cart. I had a Hummer golf cart. That you thought I what? bought from you? Yes. No shit. But it you was- You thought I bought it from him. Yeah, it, listen, that's a long story. That's iPhone playing <laughs> tricks called me on out it. on it. Like, why would you I, lie to me about it? Yeah, Blake's not memorable. I can see it. Yeah. So, that being said- we lived there for a few years. Family started getting bigger. So then we built a house in Reynolds Landing, the smart home community. What was your bill? Yeah. How did Tell you make, that? How oh, did, my how power did, bill? What was I, your power I bill? I never, listen, that place didn't have gas at all. It was all electric. And I never saw a bill over $120. In electric. In electric. It could be 90 degrees all summer long. I'd keep that house at That's 68 crazy. degrees, never more than 120 bucks. I loved it and I missed it. And I miss it, right? And they're big too. They're they're big. Yeah, that house was probably twenty eight, twenty nine hundred. It was a little over three thousand square feet, I think. Hundred and twenty nine. What do you think it'd be today, though? Probably the same one. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think electric. I don't is think it's affected. too much more. Th- those homes are extremely efficient. It just makes you hit your head and be like, well, why isn't everybody building homes like this? You know. It, so as far as efficiency in the neighborhood, that's the place to live if you want low bills. And then we moved to Bellevue, which is where we live now. At the time, we fell in love. With a house on the golf course right on the second hole. So you look out my back window and see people hacking at balls all day long. Bunch of golfers with huge asses. Okay. All right. That was uncalled for, but uh, <laughs> just and really bizarre, right? Yeah, like I don't, just really strange. You don't golf much, do you? Oh, yeah. golfers, he just look he likes looking at people's butts. I yeah, guess so. just saying look it's measuring from them. Happy Gilmore. Blake, would you like me to get you a chair so you can just sit out there all day long? Yeah, and, just look at the size of that ass butts. on that guy. All right. Wears funny <laughs> pants too. I'll get you some boards so you can rate their butts as they come by. And then these <sighs> seventy year old guys that golf. Listen, I would like to stir the pot a little bit because this podcast is way more enjoyable than Nick's. Nick brought in... <laughs> Nick's was good. It just sucked for us. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed... Listen. Yeah. I, Nick Nick got me some hot sauce, and I enjoy every bit of that hot sauce. I'm a hot sauce guy. Well, I, that, I'm good with hot Dan sauce. Dan was down. That's super... Know. What he brought... What he served at the pool the other day was super mild compared to the gut rot that he brought us. I mean, Good it destroyed Lord. our intestines for an entire weekend. And he just looked at us like Ted Bundy. Like you a know? sociopath. I'm like sorry. a serial killer just watching <laughs> us consume this. Bowels. I'm sorry I didn't bring anything fun enough like that. I figured maybe bring a little bit of bourbon. I, I think if you guys have me back on again every single time, I'll just start making it a thing to bring something. Yeah, gifts. Yeah, like well, I, listen, I'll bring some gifts. Yeah. So Cuban cigars. So here's my question, okay? Yeah. What is your guys' guilty pleasure 
when it comes to like YouTube or TikTok or something like that? Is there somebody that you like to like like you specifically go to to see their content? Ashley Madison. That's nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You got anything? He doesn't even know who it is. Oh, no. Ashley Blake wait, is Blake wait, the spins. website where you go to cheat on your wife. Yeah, that's yeah. Blake says he is. Was, was that all it was? I thought she was a porn. No, I'm pretty sure it's oh, a website where you go to yeah. cheat on your wife. Yeah, okay. Never or spouse. Jenna Jameson. <laughs> See what Ron Jeremy's up to. I think to. Jenna Jameson's like 50 years old now. So She's good looking though. Like, yeah, yeah she was awesome in like year 2000. She's a doing a lot of YouTube. If he's just, if yeah. he took some of his YouTube time and then moved that into like, some social media marketing. I don't see how they transition. That would probably increase your income. Or you could just have some family time and stop looking at your phone. We don't know that, though. I find that if we're ever in a situation where like somebody's holding us hostage and the only way out of it's like random facts, you're going to be thankful for all that knowledge I've learned off YouTube, right? I mean, we can quiz you on like the NFL draft in 2004 and you're going to tell us who was the top pick. So, so what you're saying is you guys don't have anything that you specifically watch. I yeah. don't. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I watch like a Attack channel videos. where you go, hey, this, this is the one, this is somebody that I like to watch. I've been watching like these guys from Taiwan that catch like 50 pound catfish. You seen that one? I have not. There's also a guy, Taiwan's got some great content coming out there. They catch anacondas and stuff like that. Random I love, stuff. I love the guy that, you know, you'll see it, that takes the in most like trending inappropriate TikToks and he'll show like a couple seconds of it and, it, and then he'll, it'll cut to him and he'll be like, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Or it's random oh, facts. Yeah, it's yeah, a random yeah, yeah. fact. I random like facts. That That's yeah. a good one. I do like that one. I've been watching a lot of wiffle ball content of late. Well, a yeah. Lot. Well, yes. Let's, I feel let's, like we need to practice instead of just watching videos. I'm good. No, but no. But I had a walk I, and a base hit, and I suck. Listen, there's video footage. Listen, to prove I didn't it. want to bring you down when you posted that on social media, but I was gonna say like it hey, was a man, walk and a base you, hit. Yes, you got to walk. I got to walk too. But when you got your hit, we had already been 15 run ruled. <laughs> it didn't so really count. Can I, can I give you some advice? Number one, when you're He's out in the just field, jealous. when you're out in the field, it's probably best not to have a beer in your hand. Yeah, he brought okay? a beer out in the field. Because you're going to have to catch the ball with two hands. Yeah. I, I did see you try to stop that grounder with your foot. That was well done. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give a shout. Unfortunately, shot. you missed it. <laughs> now, wearing sandals. Now, on the other side, okay, a little bit of batting practice will go a long way. You know, yeah, I saw you swatting at that thing like a tennis racket. That's okay. We can fix that, okay? But in front I, and of I'm the not other saying, team during not the practice, and, and I'm not saying I'm the We're best, right? Practice. I used to love baseball. Baseball was my sport. Wiffle ball is a little bit different animal. These teams that I'm were used playing to club though? and seals, Dan, not hitting these damn wiffle balls, <laughs> guys. These they an endangered species. Club and seals. Now, now you're talking car business language right there. <laughs> What's that mean? The car business. Club and a seal. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 lay down, Larry. That's a customer that comes oh. in and just says he'll, he'll buy what whatever, costs. whenever. Just that's give it my to negotiation me. tactic. Yeah. Like, I just bought a UTV or is it an ATV? What a UTV. Last weekend. Is there a difference? I don't know, Dan, but like my golf oh, cart is going to yeah, be considerably yeah. more badass than yours now. That's it's not a golf nice. cart. That is a motorized exactly, vehicle Dan. Mine made can for I off-road. Golf cart is nicer over. than my car. Mine's like a monster truck, like a mini monster truck. You have a golf cart. Yeah. I, I, have, I have two golf carts. Yeah. All right. How about that, So it's, it's always a one-up. All right, listen. Yeah. Here we, we seriously go, got about a minute left. Is there anything? Do we want to say anything disparaging about Nick? We want to. No, uh, we can't have him on again. I can't literally sit on the <laughs> toilet for five. You no, know, I would love to do a podcast with Nick so we can just talk about the car business for an hour personally. What, yeah, and eat hot sauce. Yeah, we didn't and drink, drink to bourbon that. at the same time. No, no. Like that I would, couldn't believe you're drinking water. I drank a gallon of milk that day. 
I didn't know that was the thing, and I yeah. don't really like milk. I could actually talk about the similarities between the car business and the real estate business for probably four or five hours, because that's how similar they are. Oh, you guys, even though they're handle, quite opposite, right? You guys well, I, well, I may have you sh- back on because we do another podcast that's really specifically for real estate agent training, Listen. and it sounds like we need to do that because I mean, Blake can attest to this. Like we tell them the same stuff day in day out. But if you bring some, it's like they get numb to it. You bring somebody in from the outside the industry or outside of our marketplace, and then they tell them the same stuff. And they're like, "Oh, okay, maybe so I should be call making 10 videos." <laughs> well, well, listen, it's it's the same thing on on our end too, right? So you know, we have the training, we have we have all the content. It's been out there for years and years and years. And there's training companies that make millions and millions of dollars providing that content for associates, but. It's the same way with the real estate market. They're just they're very similar. I've had a lot of people leave the car business and go into real estate. I've had a lot of people come from real estate into the car business. So they are very similar. It's just you're selling, you know, you're still selling high dollar items, but uh this but could be like a move versus staying still. This yeah. could be like a recruiting program. Like if people like don't work out with us, we can send them to Dan. If they don't work out with him, we can send them to us. Yeah. Maybe we could do something with them. Get a little cross pollination going here. Yeah. Is that right? Is that I no pollination? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it sounded though. good. So I don't want to pollinate Dan. Yeah. Listen, before, you know what I mean. Before so we wrap this up, I want to know the over under this weekend on a kid taking a shit in one of the pools in Ross Bridge this weekend. Does that well, happen? How, how often does that happen, Dan? You've never been you to the will? pool and the pool's closed for twenty four hours because some kid took a shit in it. No, no I, I take a lot of naps. Took like three of them in there last week. Oh, great. Why All would right. they be? Is over this like under? a notorious weekend? Blake's well, no, daughter just, usually has a turtle head. Yeah, start, uh, we go over to the there. Will's hot tub whenever we got relief. <laughs> is that what it is? We'll yeah. just go over to your hot tub and take a shit. For, yeah, I'm pretty the sure the right water's there. off at his house, and they just yeah, use we don't neighbors. Need well, that goes that goes back to the neighborhood drama. There's <laughs> yeah. always something going on. There's always somebody dumping. There's always somebody pooping in the pool and the pool closing, or or somebody speeding down the parkway and getting blasted on Facebook. Oh, that's crazy. Have you seen or that? Or running a stop sign and getting blasted. Or I am seeing a lot of running of stop signs that's like dangerous. Oh, here we go. You know, well, and I'm going to start policing the neighborhood, you know, so yeah. there's a tactical store right up the road. So I can get, I'm sure I can get like night sticks and all kind of crap yeah. in there. Mace, pepper that, spray. You know, that I've is seen all y'all drive. Tasers. Right? Yeah, I drive slow. Yeah, but, no, I got pulled over on Ross Bridge Parkway. I saw that on, yeah, on Facebook for the texting other day. and driving. Did That's you really? what it was. Yeah, it wasn't speeding. Did you get a ticket? No. He we walked up to the door. I was like, I, I said, was I speeding? Because I'm, I like, I'm getting. I old. wasn't even paying attention. I was on my phone. Was I speeding? Like with every day that goes by, <laughs> life just starts to slow down for me. You know, I'm almost 46, Dan. I'm expecting a big present. By the way. For 46. Uh, yeah, but he said, he said, no, you you went completely off the road. Like four feet oh, off the road. That. Did you get a ticket? No. He's like, you I'm got it. out of it? Yes. You know, because I told well, him, I was like, one time you know, I'm doing 90 and then 25, I don't even what, get a one. You get I old have, and you're like, hey, I think it's my back pill medication. <laughs> uh. I have somebody that I've ridden with multiple times. I will not name any names, but they're a very busy person, constantly on their phone. Anytime you talk to them on the phone in their car, they have like, you know how you hear like those uh, lane keep assist that beep at you and stuff like yeah. that? The whole time all you hear is beep, 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 beep. And then when you ride with them, you're scared to death because all they're doing is staring at their phone the whole time. It's Jason. Zooming in and out, weaving in and out, speeding, slowing down. So it does sound I've met very those similar. Yeah. I've met it those can't people. be me because we he, we don't ride together a lot. And well, I, don't I know like it ain't me. Because no. we've ridden together once, I've driven, right? To basketball. You, did, I, did you no, ride I with me? I think you drove. 
Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a good driver. Are you, yeah, you don't want to out this person? No, I okay. will not out this person. Because, What's your initials? No, I will not Dan tell you. know them. Dan's actually a way better person. Well, other than yeah. my wife. My wife is one of them, but you know, I'm not going to throw her under the bus. But she's you definitely... You just did. Uh, yeah, well, you just did. I think <laughs> you just did. I'll we tell you this right dumb, now. Dan. My, <laughs> we're picking up on what you're throwing My down. wife is a wild driver. God bless her. God bless yeah. her soul. Uh, we get I love her to death. Women. We get but, it. But she's she's a wild one, um, which is why I get her the biggest possible car you can buy. Causes much destruction. Right. <laughs> and yeah. is least Keep damage her to her, right? Yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is, the bigger the car I get her, the less she messes it up. I got her a small. She had a, C, a little Mazda CX nine for a while, and that car got wrecked. I think every six months. Her fault or somebody else's? Either she hitting somebody or running into something or somebody hitting her. It was always something. It, luckily, you know, the Escalade has been been knock on okay. wood, yeah. perfect. <laughs> you can your phone's ringing right now. She's like, you know? Dan, just took you know? out thirty mailboxes. I don't know what happened. Yeah, well, you know, it it happens. But luckily with her, the bigger the car, the better she drives. So I get her uh, next. Next is going to be a school bus. That's what she's going to drive next. She doesn't know it yet. A bluebird. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll even get her. I'll start her on the short bus, and we'll yeah. go from there. All right, Dan. Let's try to sell some cars and maybe some real estate, and and maybe get some people to apply for a mortgage today. We got to pay the bills around here, right, Blake Ray? Yep. How do people? Is there a website where they go just specifically for your dealership? Yeah, Sarah. Uh, www. Sarah Hyundai. That's S E R R A Hyundai.com. Do you guys have a jingle? We do not. Tag I'm going to make you one. I'm going to make no you a jingle. Line. But we are the Sierra home of lifetime powertrain Hyundai. warranty. Oh. Because we do lifetime powertrain warranties on new and pre owned vehicles. So you can feel free to buy a new or pre owned vehicle from us. You'll have coverage on your engine transmission and major drive components for uh, as long as you own it. Wow. That's strong. It's very strong. Well, I would like to say if anybody would like to see what's on the market in Ross Bridge, they can go to jasonwellrealestate.com in the search bar, just type in Ross Bridge and you'll see what's active for sale. We've got to get a shout out to our one and only sponsor. We're really trying to beef up our sponsorships. You know, we understand. We've uh, looked into it. Yeah. Eventually we're going to, we're going to be kind of out of spots so i just well we know. don't want to go too corporate so it's kind of a decision yeah, we're maybe making maybe you're too corporate yeah. dan i think maybe not like are. that sellout joe rogan yeah so whatever but diana will the diana will lending team diana will team.com blake have you had any experience with the diana will lending team yes movement mortgage they were four zero six nine one yeah man that's a good memory mm. hey, what about yeah. me what? What? She's she's helping me right now. Damn, yeah, damn, but my mic yeah. time, buddy. I yeah, jeez, Lee. <laughs> give me a moment here. I'm the easiest mortgage yeah. guy in the world. It's it's yeah. not even funny. I am. Not. I literally have my tax returns in my email, my pay stubs, my W. I mean, literally, you're a total like, nerd. I've damn. got six I, months of bank. Listen, within five minutes, I'll give you everything you need for underwriting. So I and was. You con- won't ask me for anything else the entire time. It's the funniest thing in the world. So I was similar, except for I didn't pay my taxes for about a decade. He thinks it's optional. Oh, it is. Only it's if you not want to buy stuff. Only if you want to buy stuff. Like only if you want good credit, don't optional, go to jail. Or- but it is illegal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that happened. But a great experience. Dad does a great job. She's been doing great for us, and I know many of other people that have done it as well. So there's my shout out. Shout out. So what you're we'll saying is though is you've worked with many. Mortgage loan officers, mortgage bankers, and Diana Rakes. What is her ranking on that list? I mean, I bought four houses, so yes, you know. And where I, would you put her on that totem she, pole? She's, like right she, there at the top. She's up there at the top. Oh wow, she's a hustler. 
Speaking of which, if you guys haven't watched it yet, go watch the movie Hustle on Netflix. That's my other shout oh, out. With Adam Sandler, is yeah, that good? Awesome. I watched it last night. It Very was good. fantastic. Damn it, Dan, Netflix. Netflix, fantastic. you better send us a check. Yeah. It or was, just, it was you know, one of whatever. the best Adam Sandler movies I've watched in a long time. We a lot of them have kind of gotten people, stupid. But Billy Madison was a good one, too, though. Well, I'm talking like most recent. He's getting older. He's not as funny as he used yeah, to be. Yeah, he's getting That's serious good. roles. Like Jim Carrey did the same But this thing. was, this was yeah. actually motivating. Like it's, especially if you're a salesperson or something like that and you like those motivational films. It's about basketball. Films. It's still motivational, Blake. How did okay. it end? Hey, hey, I have a quick ending point that I want to. Uh, We're not out. letting you off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice try. Yeah, I, well, this is what I wanted to say: is that Dan came in here, like when he came in to the studio today, he made a point to let us know that it's his daughter's birthday today, and he and he's off work, and he needs to get home pretty quick. But now that he sees that podcasting with us is awesome, he's ready to stay on all day. We're over yeah. fifty minutes right now. Well, so fifty minutes, really? Yeah. yeah. See, time flies when you're having fun drinking bourbon. Yeah. All right. Blake, do you have a success story, or what is it like working with Diana Will? Really, I mean, if you no, have to that's, embellish. No, that was my success story. My credit was jacked up, and uh, she guided me how to fix that. I literally, I, I give you the truth. Like, even if you don't, you can get approved with Diana Will, even if you don't pay your taxes. Well, no, you don't get approved now. She's got to work with you on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I want to reiterate that. Yeah, it was a process. Like, she's like, hey, you got to do this. So, but that that took a lot for me, because I've worked in the industry, we had a house before I started doing all this stuff. So it was a completely, this is what you have to do. And I, and I know I see it where people don't even get a call back. Like yeah. from the major chains, they're just like, Our people just don't have the backbone to tell you. Like if you want to buy this house, you yeah. got to follow the rules yeah. and get this stuff in. Yeah, right. And complete communication. So I'll always use her, always send my clients to her, all that. All right, Dan Pappert, we appreciate you. We appreciate your bourbon, your time. You're a busy man, yep. way more successful than us. Yeah. You're doing okay. So, yeah, we're very humbled anytime we are graced in the presence of greatness. Probably get a shout-out to the Wiffle Ball game. Okay. Yeah, but by the time this airs, we'll we'll probably be over. We we do probably have a lot of fans, so if you want to see us in action, get to mix and mingle with the Magic City Business Podcast crew, where are we going to be? I don't know. Is that when, an address? When? Let's That's just an open them, question. I think we give them your address, yeah. and it's just right up the road from your house. But if you guys stop and take a quick deuce before right you get the wiffle ball game, so I bought the house. You got plenty of TP. Yeah. We play at the Ross Bridge. Where is it? The uh, Hamptons Wiffle Ball Field. All right. Every Sunday, and then sometimes Thursdays. Okay. For a resident of the Hamptons, that was very precise. I'll be at the pool drinking beer. Yeah. You're not playing this Sunday? Well, no, I will. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the great thing. You get out of the pool, you walk over the park. You just show up in a wet swimsuit and a beer in your hand like yeah, you did can. last weekend. That's yeah, what I did last weekend. Well, you definitely showed up in a pair of like dress loafers or something like that. I'm wearing those every game. It doesn't hurt you. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't help me either. Doesn't so, help me either, yeah. All right, everybody. Go buy a Hyundai from Dan Pappard in Trustville, right Alabama. Sarah Hyundai. Trustville, Alabama. What's the best Hyundai? Jesus Christ. Yeah, what's the best one? What's the, what's the Mac Daddy Hyundai? Would the you Sonata. Say? The Palisade, baby. The Palisade. The Palisade. The Palisade? Everybody loves the Palisade. Yeah. Third what are, what row are SUV, those? big. Just like a... Big like, third row SUV? Way oh, better than the Oh, it's an SUV. Accord. Oh, the Palisade. Yes. Oh, those yeah. are nice. Yeah. They're very nice. Well, very. They'll send me back. Way more popular uh, than the Accord. 50. You know, fully loaded, around 50. Not terrible. Not terrible. Yeah, goals. Yeah. Goals. All We're right. sharp. We got to sign off now. Yeah, we can go about two more hours. <laughs> we probably could. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back soon with another episode of the Magic City Business Podcast, sponsored by the Dyna Will Linux team at Movement Mortgage, 1740 691.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Magic City Business. This podcast is fueled by the support of our listeners. So if you found value in the podcast, please be sure to give us a favorable rating on iTunes, subscribe, and share your favorite episodes with friends. If there is an impactful story behind your business and you'd like to be featured on the show, please send an email to magiccitybusiness at gmail.com.